Hello and welcome to Firefighters from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Five bells, stand by all stations. Attention, all districts of five alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's roll! Let's go! Firefighters! Presenting Firefighters, the true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire! just a moment, we'll join Chief Cody and Jimmy Collins, who are speeding across town to the antique shop of Lucius P. Darby, the man both the Chief and Jimmy are pretty sure stole the valuable jade snuff box on display for the junior firefighter's antique sale, and on top of that, turned in a false alarm. Well, now, unknown to the Chief and Jimmy, a strange accident has befallen Mr. Darby, a bizarre twist of fate which endangers the old man's life. We'll learn the next thrilling development of this adventure right after we hear this important message. Let's go, firefighters. Let's join Chief Cody and Jimmy in the chief's big car as it speeds toward the antique shop of Lucius P. Darby. Now, as you recall, after hearing Jimmy's story of how Mr. Darby used the fire department to get the valuable jade snuff box delivered to him at the scene of the false alarm, well, the chief made a quick phone call to Mr. Darby, only to have the old man deny everything that he stole the snuff box or turned in the false alarm. He told the chief he was just leaving for the weekend and dared him to try to stop him. But now... Something has happened that may prevent Mr. Lucius P. Darby from leaving this weekend or any other weekend. For while storing his valuables in the time lock vault, the door accidentally shuts and Mr. Darby is locked in. But Chief Cody and Jimmy know nothing of this as they race toward the antique shop. Do you think we'll get here before Mr. Darby leaves, Chief? I don't know, Jimmy. And I'm not sure it'll do us any good if we do. But just the same, I'm going to tell Mr. Lucius P. Darby a thing or two. We know he's the one that turned in that false alarm and stole the jade snuff box. Why can't we have him arrested? Well, a nice question, my boy. And the answer is we can't prove it. Not yet, anyway. What? What, you saw him at the scene of the false alarm? Yes, and you're pretty sure he hit the snuff box on the truck. But linking the two together and proving he turned in the false alarm just to get that jade box delivered to him... Well, that's going to be tough. Oh, what are you going to do, Chief, when we get to the antique shop? I'm going to try a little game of bluff, Jimmy. Confront him with the charge, good and strong, and hope that he confesses. And if he doesn't? Well, if he doesn't, I'm afraid there's not a thing we can do. Unless... Unless what, Chief? Unless we can find some evidence that he has the jade snuff box hidden in his shop. Well, can't we just look around till we find it? Well, it's not as simple as that. You know, the old boy is crafty. He knows we need a search warrant. 
And he also knows it'll be hard to get one on the evidence we have. But I know he stole the snuff box I Yeah, but it takes more than a witness to clinch a case like this. You have to catch him with the goods right on him. The stolen object in his possession. And that, my boy, is going to be very hard. Facing a mission that almost is doomed to failure from the very beginning, Chief Cody is not very optimistic as he drives through the dark and narrow streets of the old section of the city. But the chief is on the trail of one of the firefighters' worst enemies, a man who turns in false alarms just to see the engines roll. And for the chief, that is a greater crime than stealing the jade snuff box, even though it is a priceless antique. But at the end of a narrow, twisted street, where only a single lamplight gleams, the chief brings his car to a stop. Then he and Jimmy get out. Well, this is it, Jimmy. Gosh, it's sure a funny little old street, isn't it? Yep, the city's oldest section. Some of these buildings are over 100 years old. They sure look like it. Oh, which one is Mr. Darby? It's uh, number 29. Ought to be right here. So dark, it's hard to yeah, see. Yeah, I know. I'll flick on my flashlight here. 25, 27. Oh, there it is, 29. Yeah. Gosh, and it's all dark. Well, I was afraid of it. He said he was leaving, and it looks like he's locked up all right. Oh, gosh, now we'll never be able to prove he took the snuff box. And I'm afraid it was a pretty futile hope in the first place. But someday I'm going to catch Mr. Lucius P. Darby in the act. And when I do... Oh, let's just try the front door, just to make sure, huh? Maybe... Yeah, try that. No. Locked tighter than a drum. And Mr. Darby has flown the coop. There's only some way we could get inside and search the place... I know that jade snuff box must be in there. Yeah, but the sad thing of it is, there isn't any legal way we can find out. Now, if there were some emergency, some some excuse for breaking in. Uh, Chief? Uh, yeah, Jimmy? Can't we find some reason, some emergency? I wish we could. But unfortunately, the fire department can't just come up to a man's place of business and bust in. No, I'm afraid we've got to admit that this time, anyway, Mr. Lucius P. Darby has outsmarted us. Oh, I guess you're right. Well, we'd better get back to the station, I expect. All right. Come on, get in, Jimmy. Okay. Hey, Chief, wait a minute. Huh? Oh, what is it, Jimmy? Did you hear something? No, where? From Darby's shop, a, a kind of a scratching. <laughs> Your ears are better than mine, young man. No, I don't hear anything. Let's investigate just the same, huh? Here. Listen at the door now. All right. <laughs> Your imagination, I'm afraid, son. Silent as a tomb in there. There it is. You hear it? Yeah. Yes, you're right. Somebody or something scratching at the door. Go on, shine your flashlight through the pane, Chief. Maybe we can see what... Yeah. No, it's hard to see anything. This door is so high and the window so small. There it is again. Oh, uh, now I see what it is. It's a dog. Oh, Mr. Darby's dog. Here, let me see, Jimmy. Yeah, you're right. Say, that's rather strange. The old man leaving his dog locked up in a shop all weekend. He said he was taking the dog with him. Yeah. It's not like him at all. Everywhere old Darby goes, that dog is always at his heels. Yeah. But this time, he goes off and leaves him locked up for three days. Chief... I wonder... Are you thinking the same thing I am, Jimmy? That the old man wouldn't do a thing like that? Yes. 
And if he wouldn't leave his dog locked up like this... Then he must still be in there. Right. But why... Why would he lock himself up in a dark little shop after he said he was leaving town? Why, he even dared me to come down to see him. Chief? Yes, Jimmy? I think we got our emergency. I think you're right, Jimmy. If old man Darby is still in that shop, something must be wrong. And if something's wrong with him... We have the right. In fact, it's our duty to investigate. Oh, Jimmy... Uh, get that pinch bar in the back of my car, will you? Mm, right away, Chief. Quickly, the Chief goes to work on the lock of the antique shop door. And in a matter of seconds... Ah. Ah. That does it. Get the light switch over on the wall. All right. Well, hello there, fella. Well, must the trouble your master go off and leave you? Something's wrong, Chief. Look at him. He keeps running over to the back of the room. Yeah, something's worrying him, all right. Scratching at the vault there. It's funny, there's no sign of Mr. Darby. I wonder. Now, what... wait a minute. Now it's me that's hearing things. What is it, Chief? Tapping. Tapping from inside the vault there. Say, do you suppose. Right. Somebody's locked inside. It could only be Mr. Darby. Well, gee whiz, Chief. Can we unlock it? Mr. Darby will suffocate in there. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll try the handle. Now, <coughs> lock salt. Uh-oh, what's this? What is it, Chief? Well, Jimmy, it looks like Mr. Darby has really gone away for the weekend. Gone away? What do you mean? Mr. Darby's locked inside. And this time lock here is set for 9 o'clock a.m. three days from now. Three days? Oh, gosh, he, he'll die before then. Yeah, he sure will if we don't act fast to get him out of there. Mr. Lucius P. Darby may be a petty crook and a firebug. But even he doesn't deserve to die like this. Well, Lucius P. Darby is indeed in a bad way. Looks like he was just a little too smart for his own good. Forgetting for the moment that he is a thief, well, the chief and Jimmy have only one thought, how to save a fellow human from the grim death of suffocation. Well, whether they're successful or not, we'll find out in the next True to Life episode... Of the Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will be back to tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own hometown. But first, here's a message you ought to hear. And now here's Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. You know, nearly everybody, sometime during their lives, comes to grips with the demon of fire and is faced with the urgent problem of having to take some action before the firemen arrive. When and if you are faced with fire, be sure to do these three things. One, always look first to the safety of human lives. Two, then take prompt action to fight the fire. And three, under all circumstances, keep calm. Well, that is all for now. Till the next time I drop in, so long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's fall!
Firefighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.